The book of Daniel begins when Daniel was only a young man, probably between 14 and 16 years old. He was taken captive at this young age in the midst of a war with Babylon. He was then deported to the capital of the conquering empire that ruled most of the known world at that time. Soon after being exiled to Babylon, Daniel and his three friends, soon to be known as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, were enrolled in the nation's royal academy. Daniel and his friends were to be trained as future leaders of the empire where they had been taken captive. Throughout their training, the four young men proved to be mentally sharp and very capable in everything that they set their hand to do. And can I just stop here long enough to say this, is that if the presence of God is upon your life, it can empower you to be the best you can be for the kingdom of Almighty God. But above all else, Daniel and his friends proved to be deeply devoted to the Lord and to his word, a devotion that was proven throughout their lives over and over again in the book of Daniel. They faced the lion's den. They faced heathen rulers. They faced the fiery furnace. And they came through because they were deeply devoted to the power and the presence and the majesty of God that was a part of their lives. But because of Daniel's loyalty and faithfulness, the Lord appointed him to be a very special prophet. He was gifted with superior Wisdom, as well as the ability to give wise counsel and to interpret dreams. As a result, down through the decades, the pagan rulers of Babylon and Persia elevated Daniel to serve as one of their chief political advisors. Although he has served as a chief advisor in the royal courts of various rulers for over 60 years altogether, he was, a, he was an advisor in the royal courts of Babylon because, watch this, because the hand of God was upon his life. And because he was deeply devoted to Almighty God. I need to tell somebody right now, if the hand of God is upon your life and you'll walk faithfully with Almighty God, who knows what God can do through your life and who knows how God can use you for his power and for his glory. As a matter of fact, that's exactly what Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada needs is people devoted to God, filled with the power of the Holy Ghost, Leah, empowered by his name to do a mighty work in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Hallelujah. Throughout his tenure of royal service, Daniel remained steadfast and devoted to the Lord, his God. And so I want to drop down in the book of Daniel, in Daniel chapter number 6. Daniel chapter number 6. And if you know your Bible, you know that we're going to the story of Daniel and the lion's den. I love this story. I love this story for a number of reasons, but I most of all love this story because it proves what can happen when you put your faith in God and stay devoted to him no matter what comes against you in life. And I come to this pulpit tonight with an assignment from God. I tried to go another direction and God kept bringing me back to this. And so here I go tonight. I'm on an assignment to tell somebody, keep on keeping on. Don't Stop now. Whether you've been walking with God for one mile or 50 miles or 100 miles, let's just keep on walking with Almighty God. Let's keep on trusting in the power of Almighty God and what God can do through and in our lives. 
And in Daniel chapter 6 and verse number 4, the Bible says this, Then the presidents and the princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find none occasion nor fault for as much as he was faithful. Would you say that with me? He was faithful. Can we try that again? He was faithful. Let's put a tail on it and say this, and I can be faithful. Listen, folks, if Daniel could do it in his day, I can do it in 2022. Because I serve the same God that Daniel served. Now listen, it said he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. And then, these, then, they, then said these men, we shall not find any occasion against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. And so... So tonight, I just gonna, I'm just going to come along beside somebody and take you, maybe put my arm through yours or put my hand on, my, on your shoulder or take you by the hand and say, in the name of Jesus Christ, you can be faithful and you can keep on keeping on in the midst of the world that we live in. Now, the expression keep on keeping on means to persist in one efforts. Don't give up. Persevere in the face of discouragement or misfortune. Hang in there. Don't quit. Keep on going. Just keep on keeping on towards the goal that you started out for a number of years ago, a place called heaven. Anybody still believe in a place called heaven? Hallelujah. Come on, the world's trying to take all kinds of things away from us right now. And sometimes the world and the system of the world tries to snatch away our hope of heaven. But I'm telling you, as sure as I'm standing here, there is a place called heaven. And I want to go there someday. And I want to see Jesus Christ in all of his splendor and all of his glory and all of his might. And I know the way to get there is just keep on keeping on and keep on going forward in my relationship with God. Hallelujah. Praise God, there's only one place in the King James Version of the Bible that I find the word success. I got my computer out and in my search engine, I put the word success, and one verse of Scripture came up in Joshua chapter number one. And wouldn't you know it, that it is in the context of faithfulness. Joshua 1 and 8 said, The book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. God is instructing Joshua here. Moses has died, and Joshua is stepping on the scene to be the leader. And God's given Joshua instruction and encouragement. And he said, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written in there. So keep the word of God. Somebody say, Keep the word of God. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. And so, to me, the Bible definition, my personal feeling is the Bible definition of success is faithfulness to God. Just keeping on doing what you know you ought to do. You know, the truth is that Daniel was found faultless because he was found faithful. He was found faultless because he was found faithful. He was not perfect, but he was faithful. He was not without the flesh, the, the flesh bothering him at times and, and troubling him at times and challenging him at times, but he was faithful. 
And because he was faithful, he was faultless in the sight of God. He walked in a way that was pleasing unto God because he walked faithfully with God. And the faithfulness of his youth continued as this plot against him shows throughout his whole lifetime. He has been faithful to Almighty God. Now, the king, let's kind of get the story here, okay, of Daniel chapter number 6. Oh, hallelujah. Hmm. Just feels so good in the presence of God tonight. So let's just kind of get the context of, of Daniel chapter number six here. The king's choice of Daniel created jealousy among the other court officials. They wished to denounce Daniel, but could not find anything wrong with him or any reason to accuse him. They investigated his life and they could find nothing that he was doing that was wrong. So they sought to trap him by creating an irrevocable law that would ban Daniel from prayer and praise to his God for a certain amount of time. And the Bible said that when they got that law made and the king put his stamp of approval on it and it was an irrevocable law, when they got that law made, the Bible says in Daniel chapter 6 and verse number 10, now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, and his windows being open in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled down upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God. Watch this, as he did aforetime. Now, there's a couple key phrases in that verse of Scripture in Daniel chapter 6 and verse number 10. First of all, it starts out by telling us that Daniel knew what the writing said. Daniel was not ignorant of the edict that was, put, that, was, that was put into effect against him. He knew exactly what it said, and he knew what the consequences was for what he was going to do. He wasn't going into this blind. He was going in with his eyes wide open, and he recognized that, that there was an edict against him. And so I just want to stop here to say this tonight, Leah. Praise God, when trouble comes my way, and when, and when things happen in my life that I don't completely understand, I don't want to go in with my eyes shut. I want to go in realizing that I have an enemy that wants to somehow take me down and destroy my relationship with God. And I haven't come to give glory to the enemy tonight because I really do believe that greater is he that's within me than he that's within the world. I believe there's a God that can help me overcome anything that comes into my life by his power and by his might. The same God Daniel served is the same God I serve, and he's the same God you serve. And if he did it for Daniel, he can do it for you. So... Daniel went into this with his eyes wide open. That's one key phrase in Daniel chapter 6 and verse number 10. The other key phrase was that he did, he prayed like he did every other day. Just like he did the day before the decree was signed, he did it the day after. He just went in there and got down, opened the windows toward Jerusalem and prayed not one time a day, but three times a day. He was giving them all kinds of opportunity to catch him. And he was giving them all kinds of opportunity because, because I believe that Daniel knew that no matter how this turned out, that God would deliver him in the lion's den or from the lion's den. Either way, Daniel was not going to be, watch this word, he was not going to be controlled by an edict, by a king, and by people that has something against him because he had a relationship with God. 
He had made up his mind, I'm going to be faithful to Almighty God. I'm going to continue to do what I always did. I'm going to pray. I'm going to worship. I'm going to seek after God like I've always done. I know what the edict says, but here we go. I put my trust and I put my faith and I put my confidence in the power of Almighty God. And the keeping power of Almighty God. Somebody that's in this room tonight that God's brought you through before ought to clap your hands tonight and thank God that you know a God that can bring you through in the name of Jesus Christ. Because the time to make up your mind you're going to stand for God is not when you're in the midst of the temptation. It's before the temptation ever gets there. I'm going to make up my mind tonight, no matter what comes tomorrow, no matter what comes the end of the week, when Sunday morning rolls around, I'm going to be in the house of God with my hand raised up saying, I found a love greater than life itself. I found a hope beyond this world. I've got to trust in Almighty God. I'm going to worship and praise and magnify God. Come on, somebody. Make up your mind on this Wednesday night service. I'm going all the way through. Come on, if hell assails me, trouble comes my way, whatever difficulty may come, I've got my mind made up. I know the edict may be signed, but I'm still going to pray. I'm still going to do everything I did before because I trust God that God knows what he's doing in my life by his power and by his spirit and by his authority. Hallelujah. Is it okay to get fired up on a Wednesday night about the power of God and trust and confidence and relationship with God in our lives? Hallelujah. Praise God. And so, of course... Of course, Daniel was arrested and cast in to the lion's den. And yes, God saved Daniel from the lions. I love this part of the story right here. Daniel slept all night and the king didn't. Huh? Can I just tell you that I know a God who can give you peace in the midst of your storm. In spite of what might be happening around you, in the midst of that storm, God can give you a peace that passeth all understanding. And so the king paced all night, didn't nothing like any music or didn't want any kind of a comfort at all because the king told Daniel, he said, Daniel... As Daniel's being getting ready to get thrown into the lion's den, in verse number 16, he said that the king spake unto Daniel and said, Thy God whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. This God that you serve every day, Daniel. We're watching you, Daniel, and we know that you serve God continually. You're not, not living for God one week and not the next. You're living for God week in and week out. Whatever comes your way, Daniel, whatever perplexity and whatever situation face you face, you keep going back to your God. You keep leaning on your God. You keep trusting in your God, and you continually walk with God. I want to encourage somebody to continually walk with God. Day after day after day after day after day, the way you build a 40-year testimony is to walk with God for 40 years. And so Daniel did it continually. And so, and so, when, and so, so the next morning, the king goes out to where the den is, and he, he shouts down to Daniel. He cries out to Daniel. He said, O Daniel, in verse number 20, servant of the living God, is thy God whom thou servest continually able to deliver thee from the lions? There he told, said to Daniel twice, he's talking about this God that Daniel serves continually. Can I just say this? Somebody's watching your life. 
Somebody understands. Somebody knows where you're at tonight. They washed your car back out of the driveway, and they watched you go down the street, and they know where you're going. You're going to the house of God. And they know the only thing that can keep you away from the house of God is sickness or some other, maybe a snowstorm or something can keep you back. And maybe not even that. You might get out, come home from work, just quickly eat some supper and get, and get, get your snowblower out. Why am I talking about snow? <laughs> Who started that uh, subject anyway? Snow. But you know what? So, there's some people in this room tonight. Your neighbors know where you're at. They know you're at the house of God. And they've watched you, and they've watched trouble come into your life, and you just keep backing your car out of church time and going to the house of God. Yeah, you just keep coming. Continually, you're serving God, and somebody's watching. And somebody understands that, that you're in love with this God that you, that you serve, and that you want to be in his presence, and you want to be where the people of God are gathered together. Can I just tell you, there's nothing like the house of God. There's no place like this place, any place. I'm glad I'm in this house tonight. Hallelujah. And so, and so Daniel, the next morning, the king goes out and shouts down to Daniel. And Daniel's okay because God has come and sent an angel and he shut the mouth of the lion. I just want to tell somebody, in the name of Jesus Christ, if you'll put your faith and trust in God, God can shut the mouth of the lion for you. Matter of fact, I would encourage you, if you're discouraged tonight, don't you talk. You let God do the talking for you. You let God speak for you. And you let God minister through the power of his word in your life. But the enemy, but the, the God we're serving can shut the mouth of a lion. And stop that lion's roar from intimidating you in the name of Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, I've got a feeling in my spirit, and I know you can't live by feelings, but I've got a feeling in my spirit that there's somebody in the house, the enemy's going, he's talking, and he's talking, and he's talking. And I come in the name of Jesus Christ tonight to say, enough enemy, shut your mouth in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm sorry for saying shut your mouth in the house of God. But enemy, you be quiet because I've got my confidence in the power and the majesty of the God that I serve. And so, and so Daniel was arrested. He was thrown in the lion's den, and God saved Daniel from the lions. Can somebody praise God for a God that can save us from the lion and from the bear and from the enemy of our lives? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whew, hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah. Just want to raise a hand and say hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel a challenge in my spirit, not from you. I feel a challenge in my spirit from Almighty God. Be faithful. Be faithful. Keep on keeping on. Just keep walking with God. Just keep serving God. Whatever you may have to face. And the three Hebrew boys faced the fiery furnace. And they went in the fiery furnace, three of them. And they looked in and there was four men loose walking around in the fire. And I want to tell you tonight, there's a fourth man that can come in the fire with you by the power of Almighty God. And now I preached that one time in Nova Scotia, and after service, this lady came up and folded, handed me a piece of paper, folded up. And I waited until I got home to open the piece of paper because I had no idea what was written on the piece of paper. So I waited to get home in my own house, and I opened up the piece of paper, and she said, you realize, Brother McNair, wonderful preaching. Thank you so much. But she said, you know what? 
She, she said, do you realize that the only thing that burned off them boys in the fire was what bound them? They come up without a hair scent, without the smell of smoke on them, but he threw them inbound, and when he looked in, they were loosed in the midst of the fire. I'm telling you, the power of the fire and the power of trusting God can bring you out of the fire loose by the power of Almighty God. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I just come by to tell somebody tonight, you can keep on keeping on. You can put your trust, and you can put your faith, and you can put your confidence in the power of Almighty God. And so the, the king had the people that wanted Daniel in the lion's den. He had them thrown in, and their fate wasn't the same as Daniel's because they didn't have the God that Daniel had. There is an advantage to serving God. There is an advantage to living for God. It puts you in contact with a God that is able to keep you. What's really important is that even when the threat of death hanging over his head, Daniel stayed faithful to Almighty God. And so what I want to do every day in my life is to pray for a faith that will not shrink when washed in the waters of affliction. When trouble comes my way, I don't want my faith to shrink. I want my faith to be strong because I've got my confidence in God. Daniel had that kind of faith. He'd walked with the Lord for more than 80 years and, yet he, and, and he knew that God wouldn't fail him. Hallelujah. He knew God wouldn't fail him. And you might say, I've had some things in my life. I put my trust in God and it looks like God failed me. Just hold on a minute. The story's not over. The story's not over. If you'll stay walking with God, if you'll keep on keeping on, someday you're going to find out God didn't fail you. That God came through for you in a way that you maybe wasn't expecting or you didn't realize, but God came through for you. I'm telling you, if you're still in the house of God after all this time, worshiping and praising and magnifying God, then God didn't fail you. He came through for you by his power and he brought you back and he kept you in the house of God and he kept you in a relationship with him. Come on, somebody. Don't let your face shrink in the waters of affliction, Aaliyah. Understand, God will not fail you. I want to say that again. God will not fail you. Just keep on keeping on. And allow God to have his way in your life. Because part of the battle when trouble comes my way is my responsibility to keep my attitude right and to keep my eyes focused on Almighty God. Peter started sinking when he got his eyes off Jesus Christ. But as long as he had his eyes on Jesus Christ, he walked on the water. So I want to keep my eyes focused on the power and the presence and the majesty of Jesus Christ in my life. The Lord had helped him stand true during his time of training. If Daniel, during his time of training, the Lord gave, saved his life by giving him wisdom when he needed to interpret the king's dreams. He delivered, the Lord delivered his three friends out of the fiery furnace. I want to tell you, a believer who knows how to kneel in prayer has no problem standing in the strength of Almighty God. Praise God. Down on my knees, that's where I learned to stand. I can't even walk without you holding my hand, God. The mountain's too high and the valley's way 
too wide. I need the strength that only comes from spending time in the presence of Almighty God. Hallelujah. And just like I like to eat every day, I want to pray every day. I want to feed the spiritual man. Just like I feed the natural man, I want to feed the spiritual man. I know what some people maybe are thinking. If you're feeding the spiritual man like you're feeding the natural man, you must pray an awful lot. I know, you thought it. I just said it, okay? But I want to tell you, we're living in a very perplexing time and a very complicated world that we are living in. And there's things happening in our world that if we knew what was going on, we might have need to be a little concerned and maybe a little nervous. Not afraid, but nervous about some of the things that are happening in our world. But I just wanted to come by on this Wednesday night Bible study and tell you, no matter what law may be passed against us, no matter what be, may be done to try to take away our relationship with God or our, or, our, or our attendance in the house of God or whatever it may be, we've got our mind made up. We're going to keep on keeping on. We refuse to sit down and settle down and say, well, I guess it's not worth it to serve God. I want to I speak against that lie from the enemy. It is worth it to serve God. Praise God. I wish I was a singer. I was out preaching not long ago somewhere, and somebody told me after service, how come you can't sing? Your father was an awesome singer. And I said, well, didn't get it. But you know what? If I was a singer... I sing, it's going to be worth it all. It's going to be worth it all. It's going to be worth it all. Some beautiful, happy day. Watch this. going to be worth every long mile, every heartache and every trial. It's going to be worth it all. Some beautiful, happy day. Come on, get it in your spirit. It's going to be worth it all. Come on, keep on keeping on. It's going to be worth it all. Praise God. The psalmist said, I was perplexed about what was going on around me. The wicked were prospering and everything they did touched was turned into gold. And, and what I was touching wasn't working out so good. But he said, then I went in the sanctuary. And when I got in the sanctuary, when I got in the presence of God, and the Spirit of God and the presence of God got moving, what I understood was their end is different than my end. My end's blessed and theirs is not. Praise God. So it's worth it to serve Almighty God. It's going to be worth it all. Some beautiful, happy day. Come on, somebody. Every long mile, every heartache, and every trial, it's going to be worth it all. Oh, hallelujah. There's no life in all the world like living for God. And I just want to encourage somebody tonight, keep on keeping on. Just stay in there. Just stay in there. Praise God. The battle's not over with yet. The race is not totally run yet. Just stay in there. If you trip and fall, get back up. Ask God to forgive you and get back in the race again. Just stay at it. Keep on keeping on. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Because you've only got one thing in your possession. And I've only got one thing in my possession that the enemy's after. And that's my relationship with God. He could care less what kind of car I drive or, or what kind of a vehicle I drive or, or maybe even how much money I've got in the bank. That's not what he's after. He's after my relationship with God. 
He wants to destroy my relationship with God. So therefore, because of that, sometimes things come against us. And, and I'm not looking for a devil behind every bush. Please don't understand me here. But I do believe that we have an enemy that would try his best to try to, to, to get us to walk away from a relationship with God. And I just, I'm on assignment tonight. And I've said it 101 times already. So I might as well say it 102. Keep on keeping on. Keep on, there's no time to back down. There's no time to back down. So the, so the king made an edict and the king made a ruling and issued a proclamation declaring that all people must fear and reverence the Lord and the God of Daniel because he is a living God who endures forever. Hey, friend, he's alive. And he holds all power in his hand tonight. Hallelujah. His kingdom and rule will never pass away. He delivers and he saves. He works miracles by his power and by his I wish somebody that's had a miracle in your life will just wave a hand to the Lord and thank God. You see, God, we're serving a God who works miracles by his power and by his might and by his authority. Hallelujah. Praise God. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, lift up your head, all ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors. Let the King of glory come in here. The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle, never lost a battle, and he's not going to win the fight. He's not going to lose the fight. He's going to be a winner. He always has been. He's large. He's in charge by his power. Don't give up. Don't back down. Don't turn around. Keep on keeping on, Leah. Hallelujah. Whoo, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Lift up the hands that hang down. Strengthen the feeble knees. Don't miss it, folks. Don't miss it. That Daniel did after the edict was signed, and he knew it was signed what he did before the edict was signed. He just kept trusting in Almighty God and declaring the power of Almighty God, faithfulness to God, knowing to keep doing what you've always Done. I just want to stop here long enough tonight to say this. I want to thank some people in this room that you've stayed faithful to God. Because your life is a testimony. Some people in this room have walked through some terrible, terrible, deep valleys. And I come in here and I look around and they've got their hand raised, magnifying and praising God. So I'm not here trying to chide you. I'm not here trying to, try to, you know, try to get on to you. But being faithful, some people in this room have been tremendously, powerfully faithful to Almighty God. And your life shines as a testimony. Thank you. But I still want to say, keep on keeping on. Some people here are, are struggling some little bit and you're kind of tripping over one foot and you're tripping over the other foot and you can't get all the angles kind of figured out sometimes in your relationship with God. And I just want to step up beside you and say, keep on keeping on. Hallelujah. Some of you are not maybe sure that you want to even keep on living for God. The pressures of life have, have pulled on, down on you and pulled down and pressing on you. And, and you know, just, just kind of the weight of life has weighted down upon you. And I just want to come by and slip my arms through yours and kind of pick it up a little bit and say, come on, keep on keeping on. I continue in the things which I was learned and been assured of, Timothy said in 2 Timothy 3 and 14. Paul told Timothy, no one of whom you've learned them. Listen, don't let go of the things you've been taught from the word of God. 
Keep them alive in your life. Keep them stirred up in your spirit, Aaliyah. Praise God. I had the wonderful privilege for the first 20-some years of my life to send her to the ministry of Reverend Harvey McNair. And I thank God for his ministry, and I thank God for his Bible teaching ability, and I thank God for his trust and his confidence and his faith in God. I watched my dad walk through some pretty deep valleys, and they come out on the other side saying, look what the Lord has done. Or no, he didn't. He come up with down on one knee with one hand over his head, singing, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, Aaliyah. Praise God. And I learned some things from my dad that I never want to forget. He, I tucked some things away in my spirit that he taught me just through example and through word that I never want to forget. And Paul told Timothy, don't, don't, just continue in the things which I was learned and been assured of. Somebody taught you and somebody walked in front of you and showed you how to do it. Now, Timothy, you go do it. You just stay faithful in your relationship with God. You just keep on serving Almighty God and living for God and magnifying God in your life. 1 John chapter 2 and verse number 24 says that that therefore abide in you which ye have heard from the beginning. So that when I read that verse of scripture, I hear the, in my mind, just keep on keeping on. Let it abide in you. Don't let go of the power of the word of God in your life. Hallelujah. I love this book that I've got open up here on the desk. On this desk up here tonight, I love this book. I love it from cover to cover. I still think we need the Old Testament. As long as, as well as the New Testament. The Old Testament was an example to us of what God could do by his power. I don't ever want to let go of the stories of the Old Testament that have inspired me so many times. And I want that to abide in me. I want the word of God to abide in me, remain faithful. Continued faithfulness to God is not optional. It never is optional to be faithful to almighty God. Hallelujah. 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 Hmm. The fact of the matter is, here's the truth you can hang some thoughts on, that faithfulness is a characteristic of true believers it really is they, Revelation 17 and 14 says these shall make war with the lamb and the lamb shall overcome them for he is lord of lords and he is king of kings and they that are with him are called they are chosen and they are faithful now he does the calling he does the choosing I get to be faithful I get to faithfully walk out every day of my life a relationship with Almighty God day in and day out, day in and day out. One of the fruit of the Spirit that we learned about last year in a series here in this church is faithfulness. One of the, and as the Spirit begins to operate in my life and the power of God begins to control my life and lead and guide my life, a part of that, what the Spirit of God does in my life is put a spirit of faithfulness down inside of me. Praise God, there's been sometimes, there's been sometimes that I went to reach for something that I shouldn't be reaching for, and I've tried to go after something I shouldn't be going after, and it was because of a Sunday school verse that I learned in Sunday school that kept me from going all the way. Praise God. And so it was that spirit of faithfulness because the word of God, or the spirit of God takes the word of God and stirs the word of God up inside you, and it can, it can bring to your remembrance a verse of scripture that can help you in a time of need. 
Praise God. And so, and so I, I want the spirit of faithfulness to begin to get a part and be a part of my life every day of my life. Hallelujah. John, to, to, the, to, the, to the John on the Isle of Patmos, God told the church in Revelation chapter 2 and verse number 10, Be thou faithful in the death, and I will give thee a crown of life. So I just come by tonight to encourage somebody to keep on keeping on. Don't back down. Faithfulness to God describes Daniel and other Christians down through the ages, and I am convinced that we can live in such a way that it will describe us also. I can do this. You can do this. Keep on keeping on. Sister Kathy, can you come help me on the music? I'd even take a couple of singers if I could get them up here. Praise God. So my assignment tonight was to come by Capital Community Church and just encourage somebody to keep on keeping on. Irregardless of what may be happening in your life at this present moment. Praise God. Just keep walking with God. Because someday before very long, we're going to be like Enoch. We're going to walk with God and we're not going to be here any longer because God's going to come and take us in a thing called the rapture of the church. And we're living in a period of time when the Bible says, if it's possible, even the very elect will be deceived by the power of of the Antichrist spirit and the power of the enemy and the spirit of the enemy. And I just want to tell you, I want to stay true and I want to stay faithful and I want to encourage you to stay faithful in your relationship with Almighty God. I'm going to get you to stand with me tonight in the house of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So don't quit reading the Word of God. Don't quit studying the Word of God. Don't quit praising and worshiping God. Don't quit praying. Don't let the enemy steal your prayer life. Just stay in there. Stay in there. Those spiritual disciplines every day. Do your devotions. Do, your, do, do what you do every day. Just stay in there. Because I believe with all of my heart, you can make it. You can see Jesus Christ someday. Paul was coming down to the end of his life. And he told Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse number 7, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Paul said, I just stayed in there. I just kept on keeping on. And I fought a good fight. I finished the fight. And I've been successful in my fight. There's been ups and there's been downs. There's been hills. There's been valleys. There's been struggles. There's been temptations. There's been trials. There's been persecutions. But I stayed in there and I kept fighting. I finished my course. I just stayed in and finished the course that God has set into my life. And my course is different than your course. And your course is different than my course. But you can finish your course by the power of Almighty God. And I have kept the faith. I have not laid down the word of God and what was handed to me from the word of God. Thanks be to God. Praise God. Thank God for a torch of truth. 
I want to hold that torch of truth high and say, I can keep on keeping on. I can keep walking in the power of truth. I can keep walking in the power of the word of God in my life. I don't have to give up. I can keep the faith. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Keep on keeping on. Will somebody just raise your voice and say with me, I can do it. Come on, I can do it.